Hello and welcome to this week's episode of One Shot Dungeons. I am Kyle, your Dungeon Master, of course always joined by Jacob, playing Cypress. And today we've got something a little bit different. We've got three guests, Tyler, Colin, and Justin, from the Worst in the Industry podcast. How's it going, guys? Going great. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having us. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being on. Yeah. <laughs> Happy to be here. <laughs> I don't know, we were just talking a little bit beforehand about your guys' podcast. You guys cover some weird-ass subjects. And so, um, and about how capitalism's terrible, which I think we can all agree on. Uh, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Corporate criminality and corruption is our our bread and butter, and uh, our our teeth have been ground into dust long ago. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> I mean, I'm down with eat the rich. Just let me know when and where. Hell yeah! Like I like I always say, uh, you know, it's it's too late to become a billionaire, but it's not too late to find out what they taste like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can find that on Spotify. Apple, I'm assuming, like, every podcast. Spotify, you can find us anywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Stitcher. Stitcher, yeah, anywhere. We're Worst in the Industry. You can follow us uh, on Instagram, Worst in the Industry. Twitter, at WittyPod. At Twitter, at WittyPod, yep. Wherever you want to find us, we're there. W-I-T-I-P-O-D. Yep. Oh, yeah, and we'll tag that on all our... Do some posts, tag that on all our shit, and you can find it there as well. Yeah, also on the website, we'll add a link to all your stuff there in a little bio. Awesome, I appreciate it find it everywhere so we were talking a little bit beforehand uh you guys have a fuck ton of experience between the three of you uh yeah i mean yeah colin and i you know like we said we've both been playing for about a decade and yeah tyler's got you know three years under his belt now i mean we're not what where are we at three or four years three or four yeah around there. so you guys are going to be like what the fuck is this guy doing the whole time we play great Oh no, we're shitheads. Oh, no. no, we're shit. No, we, we destroy every game we put our hands on. Yeah, because right. we, we once we once played in a game where we all played different versions of Kurt Russell. It was a good game. <laughs> it was a great game. I won. You killed all of us. Yeah, I, won. I don't know if you can win D and D necessarily. Yeah, just kind of, he won. Oh, no, he I won. He won. <laughs> I don't know anything else. You guys got anything else you want to add? Uh, if you want to watch uh Detroit Women of Comedy Festival. Uh, it's a pretty great thing coming up. Uh, you can just search uh, Detroit Women of Comedy on uh, Google. It'll come up, and it's a uh, live stream show. It's going to be coming up soon. So if you want to watch that, feel free. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, they have stand-up. I think they have some sketch stuff. I know they have mm-hmm. podcasts. It's a bunch of people from uh, our local uh, network and like associated with our local network, the Planet Ant Podcast Network. And it's super cool, and it's boosting voices of women because it's you know hard for them to break out in that space. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. That's cool. Damn. What, when does that start? It's June 4th and 5th, and if All you right. search okay, Detroit 4th, Women yeah. of Comedy, it's the first result at planetant.com. Yep, that would be oh, it. Yeah. Uh, awesome. And, you know, just another quick plug, you know, check out the other shows on the Planet Ant uh, Podcast Network. We've got a ton of variety, and, uh, you know, there, there's a little something for everyone. Oh, yeah. Nope. That's fucking sick. And that's all local Detroit people? Yep, all in the metro Detroit area. Um, the, the Planet Ant is, is based out of Hamtramck. They're a small nonprofit uh, theater and improv and stand up and there's a, a bar attached it's there's uh they're a wonderful organization that uh really tries to lift up the the unheard voices in the you know the metro detroit community fuck yeah awesome look at you guys yeah i'm proud <laughs> <laughs> i'm like all i'm thinking is what the fuck are we doing with our lives <laughs> all I right i feel like uh just for the listeners i feel like this is going to be an extra long one we might break this one up we'll we see. might just leave it all one who knows yeah who knows it doesn't matter who knows it's a new experiment <laughs> it's an adventure 
Let's play some Dungeons and Dragons. Cheers, yeah. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. cheers. <laughs> but that is a delicious drink (laughs) (laughs) so you went to sleep last night i did yep did you meet with yobar yet i did not you did not the guy told me to meet him in the morning i gotta figure out what's in this box that's right okay the night rolls through you hear the parties out in the the lodge of the adventures guild roll on throughout the evening and before you know it you awake to a pretty quiet quiet scene like you have many morning mornings before uh, most of the party goers are asleep or just kind of awake and eating at this point. What are you doing? Gonna go downstairs and go meet Yobar. All right. You head in, down the stairs, down through the main hallway. You find a few people kind of separated into groups, and you see uh, Yobar kind of walking in and out of his office at this point, and he sees you and goes, uh, Hello there, Draco. Uh, come right. on in, please. That's or not Draco. M- that's my other character. That's your other character. Come on, Cypress. <laughs> Get on in the room. <laughs> All right. Walk in. All right. What are you, uh, what are you pacing for, Yobar? Oh, just uh, walking off the hangover, you know. Oh, okay. Yep. Did you get that box that I delivered? Uh, yeah, we got it last night. Do you mind uh, answering what's in the box? Uh, you know, that's just kind of specific things between camps. I mean, I'm the one that helped deliver it here. I wouldn't have made it here <laughs> otherwise. I mean, you could have given me at least a hint. Uh, it's got a book in it. A book? Yeah. Magical book? Uh, well, no. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Books aren't magic. Well, I mean, is it a spell book? Can it, you read? I don't know. You don't know if you can read? I don't, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what, what fancies you? What do you need? I was just making sure that you got the box, and, uh, we're good with the horse thing. Oh, right. we're, we're good, yeah. Okay. Uh, so what what are you doing today, Cypress? <laughs> well, uh, nothing, really. I just kind of uh, in between jobs. Yeah? Yeah. Well, do you want one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, you seem a little timid today. I'm just, I'm a little hungover. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, meet me in the boardroom in about five minutes. I'm going to gather up some boys, and I got a nice little mission for y'all today. Okay. All right. Uh, and you see him leave the room. And kind of open up another doorway for you, and there's a nice little, uh, it's kind of like a little meeting room. You haven't really been in there before. There's some nice chairs around a table. And at the table, you see a few people already sitting down. You see a, yeah, I mean, I don't know. You guys want to describe yourselves? What's he seeing there? I Uh, I just don't want to have to roll through every single bite when you guys can. One of the first things you see is a ten and a half foot tall human looking kind of creature that has, like, a big round nose, and he's sitting there with a staff in between his legs with a mushroom on top of it, and he's talking to a plant in the corner. You also see uh, a shorter, fatter tiefling uh, wearing a black robe, and uh, 
you see him like kind of like fade in and out like he he keeps like falling asleep and then waking himself back up and then realizing he doesn't want to be awake going back to sleep his skin is completely uh like ashen gray he looks kind of like a corpse um and you can see behind his eyelids like his eyes are completely wet uh lastly uh sitting at at the table and uh rubbing his temples ever so gently is a a moderately finely dressed uh half orc um a half orc clearly favoring his human side and a half orc with a like a like a habsburg level underbite <laughs> like 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 uh, like like just just Alistair's just way out here like third um, and, cousin of the Prince of Wales underbite. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like like Charles II of Spain continually baffling Christendom by refusing to die. Like that kind of underbite uh, and a gi- absolutely gigantic great axe strapped to his back. You see them sitting at the table, Cypress. And the doors, Yobar kind of opened it and then started walking away. Oh, that's it? He just, he doesn't want to deal with us? Uh, well, he said, I'll, I'll be right back. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, hey guys, right now I'm an old man, so I'm going to change that and go to back to my... OG form. You see this man form as his hair kind of grows back to a long, wistful gray. His skin begins to splotch over bright white and his eyes kind of change as well as he now stands in front of you kind of a bit different than he did before. I've got on like a nice trench coat with one sleeve missing, a pocket watch, and I've got long uh, white hair. Alistair, how many mushrooms have I eaten since I've gotten here? Who are you? Okay, so I'm not tripping. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey what's going on who, oh you know you guys uh, what, what, what the fuck are we doing in this room i've been to this place like 50 times and i have not seen this boardroom uh, it's it's good to know that it's news to everyone uh, uh, we got who we got pretty drunk last night uh, i blame you mort I absolutely blame you. It's just because I chaperone doesn't mean I can't have a good time. The uh, chaperone shouldn't be getting into drinking contests. But I won. He's got you there. I think we we both lost. Just tell 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 the mail what we need. I'm going back to bed. We our revelry took us far from our intended path, and we need an escort back to the town from whence we came. Uh, Branlin. We'll arrange a more than reasonable payment to secure your guide uh, over to the city of Framlin and our uh, continued adventures together. So, as you guys are kind of talking for a moment, you guys begin to see the large man, Yobar, he stands. I mean, I believe I've talked to Draco about this, or not Draco, why do I keep saying that? Yeah. Cyprus. That's I tomorrow's game. This up. <laughs> uh, you see this large man, he's just a behemoth of a monster of a man he's six foot five long hair beefy and he kind of walks in and leather just kind of casual wears he says uh hello boys uh see you awake now uh and we we still have a deal on for today right as as long as the day is short yep. <laughs> uh, yes yes gotcha there hey, hey you druid <laughs> what speak up what, what have you had to say about this Are you still in sorry i've been looking at my hand He's fine. Let's just go. Yeah, he's I, in. Yeah, yes, yes, the you still on. I gotta go to Swamp Gas. Make him nauseous. I have two of these? That's perfect, then. You're ready for the job. Cyprus. I don't I'm... know if I'm ready for the job. <laughs> <laughs> I have a little favor to ask you, like I said. Uh, we just need to get uh, these friends of ours down to uh, Frondland. 
just off in Amanda, so I remember you saying something about needing to get down there, and I, it's just the job for you. All right. I'm very scared to go on this mission, but I will do it. I need to go that way. I've got more. I've got Alistar, and I got this Truman out Druid. Christian. Christian. When, when Mort hears his name, he, like, perks up at me and goes, like, I'm Mort. That's <laughs> yes, me. you. That's you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we're going to need some uh, booze for this trip. Yeah, uh, please. We can get that going. I mean, yes. hold on. I got Do you have any willow bark? I'm sure we could get get some going. We could find it. Whatever you boys need. Uh, the money you paid us, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll be able to get you a ride. Uh, we've uh, we've set up a carriage there for you, Cypress. Outside, it should help carry at least the four of you. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit of a journey ahead of yourself. Oh, yeah, if it's to I be a carriage good. ride, then we'll certainly need some whiskey. Oh, yes. Yep. What he said. That guy. <laughs> well, <laughs> I can, you, my friend, I like. Uh, <laughs> I can, I'll toss about two bottles of whiskey in there and I can get you a small pony keg of some of our ale and line you guys up for a bit of a ride. What are oh, you guys going to drink, though? <laughs> <laughs> it's I'll throw you after the carriage. <laughs> I know. As well, uh, feel free, take your time, and get on whenever you'd like to. And you see him begin to exit the room and head back out kind of into the commons area. So you guys need to go to Frontland. Is there yeah. any purpose to this? Or is that just... I got a hot date with a cold lady. Uh, I'm doing a funeral. Stop saying it like that. <laughs> it's, yes, we, have, we ourselves have uh, a, a, a job in Frontland. Yeah, we have a... We gotta go see a guy. Yeah. About a, about a thing. <laughs> The mayor of Franklin is daughter dies, so we gotta bury her, and we gotta figure out what the fuck happened to her. It's not important. Nothing's important. I, I, I mean, we're being paid more, so. Well, he's, well, he's paid. We're paying him, so they can pay us. It's like a whole thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> I will go back to the old man version to. Just disguise myself. All right. They, uh, you get, they got a glimpse of me. Yep. He slides back into his skin as his skin begins to sag and wrinkle around his arms and face and color flashes over his hair grows shorter. And yeah, he turns back into a old man. Oh my God. He got so loose. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that, that carriage might be ready. Yeah. Uh, Alistair is going to uh, stand up and, and, very not timidly, but um, kind of slowly make his way outside as as if he is still a little drunk from the night before. Okay, and I'll, I'll go and help Morton uh, Tristrian. <laughs> Tyler, did you take something before the show? Tristan. You're real in you're real in character. I'm role playing, motherfucker. Goddamn. <laughs> go away in the carriage. Stop shouting. I'll go wait in the carriage. Go wait in the carriage. The the voice in my head told me to go wait in the carriage. Whatever. <laughs> so you see them now slowly kind of getting themselves up as he's kind of making his way out of the room and everybody begins to lead their way out. Uh, you guys make your way out the front door of this Adventures Guild. You find yourselves in the thick of this march. marsh. And uh, yeah, there's a man setting up the carriage. You see him loading on the last coney pa- or pony keg. I cannot speak. Oh, uh, are we all drunk right now? Or <laughs> get started early, and, boys. Uh, hey. Yeah, they're packing up and getting going. Uh, they've got it set up for you at this point. 
they're kind of just standing around looking as he says, uh, sorry, Bryce, is this for you? Yeah, yeah. who's this guy speaking? Me? Yeah. Oh, I'm just, uh, Tony, the stable man. Oh, I've never met you. Nope. Well, thanks for knowing my name. Well, you're a bit of a man around here, aren't you? Uh, hey. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I like this carriage driver. He's a real professional. Oh, I'm not yeah. driving the carriage. You're not ah. driving the carriage. No. Do the carriage know how to drive themselves or the horses? That's carriage. well, one of you. I guess I'm the most sober. <laughs> I got it. No, I got a license. No, I, I got. I'm, I'm good. No, I'm good he, to drive. He does have a license. See, he can drive the license. But yes, it's right here, and I, and I'm just holding up the the small skull necklace that I have. That's my, my holy symbol, which is like, as right here, as my life. Well, that sure looks like goodness to me. <laughs> I got it. I'm just going to hop up in the carriage seat and start, like, okay. kind of whipping the reins. Wait, whoa, whoa, shit. <laughs> We're not there yet. <laughs> Roll an animal handling check for me. Oh, oh, oh God. God. <laughs> got zero God. Nothing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Roll it, motherfucker. Roll Smith it. Colin and the party. Oh, get the carriage just fucking takes yeah, off. Oh, not thank God. You guys should all be lucky. Animal handling is wisdom, so I have at least a point in that. You should have let the fucking druid do it, motherfucker. <laughs> I should have, but I'm hammered. Uh, that You're is... the one that agreed with him. Uh, I rolled a... what? I said he has 15. a license. Oh. 15? I rolled a 14 plus one. Okay. So as you begin to... You jump in and it startles the horses for a moment as you begin slapping the reins to them. They begin kind of giving tug, but you haul it back in in a drunken stupor. It's almost just second nature to you as you yank them back and settle them down. Yeah, I like this. It is good. Woo, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a little scary. You guys ready? So, <laughs> yeah, uh, I actually have a license. I've never seen him do this before. <laughs> <laughs> so is this an open carriage or a... It's an open cart, I should more say. It's an open cart with a... Got two benches on the side? It's got... A bench in the front, and then kind of two benches along the side of the bed of this, and then you see some kind of goods and bottles stacked into the center. They kind of fill. Is there a Nord with his hands bound, saying, "Oh, good, you're awake." (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you'll find him later. A Nord's last thoughts should be of home. (laughs) Yeah. So I'll get in the I'll get in the front with more. That one got me. Uh, you'll get in the front. Yeah. Okay. Where do you two want to line up at? Uh, Alistair is gonna go where the whiskey is. <laughs> okay. Well, you notice, uh, the two bottles sitting in the back. Oh, he's, he's gonna climb into the back, and, and if it's just gonna be the two of us back here, he's gonna lay down on a bench. Okay. And just, with a, with a big gray thumb, pop the cork off of that bottle of whiskey. Little, little hair of the blink dog, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Tristian is gonna be standing in the middle of this cart. Okay. Uh, just just tromping down on mushrooms. Just like, still going at it because druidcraft. So yeah. it's just an endless, you know, little <laughs> pocketbook of just mushrooms, and he's just going at it, just eating mushrooms constantly. All right. Uh, so as you guys all get into a carriage, uh, oh my god, I'm so sorry, Trist. I'm gonna call him Mr. T. Tristan. Tr- <laughs> Tristan. I want to say Tristan, but it's not Tristan. It's uh Tristian. Tristian. Uh, he finally kind of takes place into the center. Uh, as Tristian, you notice uh, two magical unicorns seem to be pulling the cart. And it's a beautiful day outside. All of a sudden, wow! As soon as as soon as I, I like out. drunkenly throw my head over my shoulder, uh, I can't even see the back of the cart. But I do. I go, "Work it!" And I just whip them as hard <laughs> as I can. 
Okay. Let's get a animal handling check for this first little section of the road. And Tristian, I'd like you to make a uh, dex check. Oh my god, I rolled an 18 plus 1. No way. Okay. Fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's a crit fail. Oh, right. Should I, should I oh. attempt to catch Tristian there? Let's get an athletics check out of you. That is a 24. As you continue on, you smack the reins as you begin pulling down the way. You lead on for a little bit as the trail turns to mush and rock, and as it just kind of bounces along, Tristine, Tristian, in the back, <laughs> shit's hitting you a bit harder as you kind of begin to just get a tad bit sleepy. As you begin falling out of the cart, you feel just a tug on your waist as you're like falling out face first into this mud. You get yanked back up quickly and kind of tossed along the side of a bench. You guys have continued on now for about an hour or so, and it's quite the journey ahead of you guys. Tristian and Mort. You now come to kind of a trail, a fork in the road, per se. It's all both leading in the same direction, but off to your right, you begin to hear kind of strange howls off in the distance, and to the left, you can kind of hear a woman speaking, almost. You, but you hear it quite loudly, almost. It's echoing through the forest. So I'm going to put... Left and right in front of you. I'm going to put one giant hand on the back of Mort, ah! and just be like, do you hear that? I'm, I'm going to, like, pull up as hard as I can on the reins. Like, as hard as okay. I can, as quick as I can, I'm going to pull up on the reins. As you yank back, you've you've got a control over these horses now at this point. It's surprisingly working. As you yank onto them, they both come to a halt before you make a decision on your turns. Sorry, I can't I hear you over the hooves. Whip What's up? <laughs> Do you hear that? Sound, sound, sound like a lady. Yeah, someone needs, someone needs help. I need help getting a drink. Can you pass me that bottle? <laughs> and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, like, put my hand up. Like, I'm expecting, like, uh, uh, Alistair to, like, throw the other, uh, the whiskey bottle to me. Like, ah, this guy? Uh, Alistair is gonna stand up rubbing the top of his head, uh, because from the way he was laying down on the cart, the second we stopped, he just slid and just jammed his whole head and neck into the bench. Alistair is looking a little bit annoyed. As you knock your head, you kind of peer over now as you see Mort kind of doing different signs as if he needs a bottle now at this point. Um, you said that there was there was other things being loaded into the back, like cargo of some kind. Was it just the pony keg in the bottles, or was there other things? There's pony keg bottles, there's, like, some bags of rice, there's a few chops of meat, and you do find some, like, water skins, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna slap a water skin into his hand. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, you feel the smooth leather kind of drop in your hand. It's not familiar like the glass, generally. Oh, man. You know what? This is probably a wine skin. I pound the whole thing. And just drink the okay. whole thing. Go like, mmm, <laughs> that was that was smooth. <laughs> and just like we went with like when we hang out, Colin, I've tricked you into hydrating. Ah, rats spoiled again. <laughs> I mean, you feel a bit refreshed. That's for sure. I don't know if it kills any of your buzz. Who knows how long you've been drinking for now at this time? Uh, uh weeks. <laughs> weeks. <laughs> I, think I think it's like one really long night, and I'm like, it's I've been, been drunk in a while. I'm gonna keep this going. There you go. Okay, so you find yourselves at this fork in the road. What direction would you guys like to head in? You said there was a woman. You heard a woman? I heard a woman. You heard a woman. I heard a lady. Which? Sarah, be quiet. We're talking about women. (laughs) What do you... Never. What? what, what, Did you hear a woman? Yeah, I heard her fucking talking. I I heard a woman. Do you know where? We stopped for Captain Crazy? No, he stopped for lady. The visions, the women. As you guys continue on, you begin to hear, like, 
a howl off in the distance once again of a woman's voice kind of letting out of uh free me i'm gonna i'm gonna like that's spooky. Up, let's get the fuck out of here i'm gonna haul up my mace <laughs> in one hand and i'm just gonna book it towards that that sounds like a so good sound off the cart or yeah, like, there's a the lady <laughs> just keep run as fast <laughs> and hard as i can all right you guys see more eject from the driver's seat as he takes off into the marshes and just running into the tree line following the voice. I look at Alistar, I'm like, does he usually do this? No, but we need to go after him. He's the only one that knows how to drive. I'm going to put a, <laughs> a giant hand on Cyprus, and I'm going to huh. say, I'm going to say, the visions. What do they tell you? What do you see? Narglob. <laughs> Narglob? You see Narglob? Did he try to fuck you? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> This is very sensitive. And he's he's to just me. gonna he's just gonna tu- he's just gonna turn in the direction of Mort and just look out just in that direction. <laughs> Alistair's gonna like it's getting like uh, like visibly a little more angry now. He's he's gonna unsling the axe from his back and go, "Come on, big guy." So you begin taking off, and Alistair, you get your axe at the ready as you head off as well. Uh, Tristian, are you heading out? Or are you tripping on the cart? I would like to say, you know, I kind of nudge him when I say, come on, big guy, you know, like it. Okay. <laughs> it's, so, it, you know, Tyler can take that differently. I don't know. <laughs> I'm yeah. just following. I'm tripping on mushrooms right now, and I'm just following. <laughs> Follow the pack. I'm shake with this guy. <laughs> In my head, I'm like, how the fuck did he know about Noglop? <laughs> <laughs> he did try to fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Mort, as you continue running through the forest now at this point, uh, you get a bit of a lead on him as you kind of jumped and went to it, and you find yourself running through as you find a nice little path. Uh, It's pretty overgrown and hasn't been traveled in quite some time, but you hear some wolves off in the distance, just a few hundred feet in front of you now at this point, kind of barking and chattering in between, and a woman uh, still doing the, help me, help me. Does it sound, is she like putting on a good performance? Does it sound genuine? She sounds like Rolling she's really in distress. Check. Okay. Oh. Okay. Twelve. Okay. Uh, it it sounds genuine. Okay, so she means it. So she's really in trouble. Um, sounds genuine to you. Yeah, um, but I'm drunk. <laughs> so what does that mean? Nothing. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> uh, you continuing on towards the voices? Oh yeah. I mean, what else am I supposed to do here? We're trying to go back to town, but that you know she that mayor's daughter isn't getting any debtor. Like. It's fine. <laughs> We're not going mean, to miss it. Technically, she Emperor's is. New Groove. Ain't yeah. getting any debtor. <laughs> we don't have fantasy formaldehyde, bud. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I'm the guy who has to dig the grave and do the funeral and then bury her. So whose problem really is that? Sounds more like a MP than a YP. All right. So as you continue down the path towards it, uh, you now find a rickety rickety old house uh it's not completely like abandoned the roof isn't caved in or anything it's just a house and uh you do see a bit of smoke kind of draining from the chimney stack out the top of the house but outside of the house you notice about three wolves that seem to be chowing down on something it's kind of in some high grass so it's hard to tell what it is but i have the cantrip thaumaturgy can i cast like the sound of like a thunder strike or an explosion like in the middle of the wolves you cast it into the center as the center of them as just it booms out into the area you guys in the back as you're kind of running forward into this you just hear this large explosion of sound kind of erupt throughout the forest almost 
And Mort, as you're kind of staring at the wolves, seeing what they're doing, they begin to just perk up and just sprint into different directions now at this point. Did we see Mort and the wolves at that point? Uh, You're getting there now, yeah. You're rolling up just after you heard that large thunderous step, and you can see a few of the wolves scattered off into the distance now at this point. Okay. To the two guys that I'm running with, I'm like, who's watching the cart? (laughs) (laughs) Giant hand on his shoulder. We're already here. Giant hand on his shoulder. The voices are watching the cart. <laughs> I don't like this guy. Let's go. <laughs> we haven't I, lost I, a cart I push yet. his shoulder or his hand off my shoulder. I'm like, ooh. All right. <laughs> the massive palm drops from your shoulder. <laughs> he, leave, he leaves spores on things. <laughs> you now find you all in a group now once again, and you hear this voice kind of still groaning from the inside of the building. What's the, uh, what's the thing that the wolves were chomping on? So as you approach closer... I'm going to fall with a distance, by the way. You're falling with a distance. (laughs) Okay. As you approach a bit closer, you see the... It's a mess. It's uh, kind of meat and bones all lied in a pile almost, but you do see a human figure almost underneath it as it's just raw meat torn to shreds lying in a pile. Uh, From the best you can tell, it appears to be a man of some sort. It's hard to tell a race or anything at this point with the amount of blood covering the skin. But I, I yell from the back, what is it? I was dead guy. Uh-huh. I just put uh, up my thumbs. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, mending isn't going to work, but Tristian's going to try. Okay. You see a few of the sticks beneath his body begin to snap back into place as they seem to mend up, but I don't believe any of the body would. And he's just going to be like, oh, fuck, not that. Oh, fuck, not that. Oh, fuck, not that. No. <laughs> Alistair's going to grab Tristian by the shoulder and just kind of guide him like a few feet away from the body. Um, <laughs> like looking the other way. Just like, here you go, big guy. So <sighs> you guys you guys see uh, Mort pull like a like an incense stick out of his sleeve, the sleeve of his black robes. And like he rubs the tip. You don't see like a flint or tinder, but it's it's lit when he pulls it back. and uh, you you like see him like murmuring under his breath, and uh, he casts uh, speak with uh, speak with dead. Okay, that looks very sexual from over here. <laughs> yes, just the tip. Yeah, we're pretty sure. <laughs> we're pretty sure it's sexual. All right, so as you bet. cast this out, the smoke begins to roll from the tips as it animates this body for a moment. And you begin to hear a voice just, <coughs> "Oh shit, what in the fuck happened?" Uh, and who are you? What the fuck? Um, my name's Mort, and uh, you're dead. And you're not gonna not be dead when we're done talking. So just a heads up there. What in the fuck happened? God damn it! Well, normally that's the first question, so I'm glad I didn't waste it asking. Who are you? Well, well God damn it! I'm I'm fucking Bobby. You're fucking Bobby. Okay. I'm I'm Bobby. Yeah. Great. Who's in the house? Who's the lady in the house? God, well, just some goddamn, ah, that son of a bitch. I, I just came, I mean, it seemed like a house, it seemed like a place to stay, and next thing I know, well, we got into a bit of a kerfuffle, and uh, she sent some wolves after me, and, uh, well, that no good lady in there seemed to have some sort of powers, and I, I said, curse that bitch, she's mine. You know what? I can kind of hear Jib fucking Bobby, all right, you got... Like three more questions till you're got dead forever. Uh, <laughs> this is question based. Uh, it's very limited magic that I'm able. To yeah, do. can we just not ask that last one? We can see. <laughs> uh, so where are you from? 
do you want me to like bring all your meat and bones somewhere like bury or burn or spread out an excess front lawn i don't uh, no not necessarily Uh, (laughs) from from camp long limb long limb uh yeah, I split okay. from there a while ago. I just got sick of the shit and thought I'd make my own money. So that's why I came out here. Gotcha. Okay. And then, uh, all right. You guys got any questions? We got two left before he's dead forever. No, that's kind of your, I don't know. Hey, hey, Cypress. <laughs> you got anything you want to ask a dead guy? How's it like being dead? Darker than you'd assume. <laughs> all right. Last question. Who's got two thumbs is about to be dead forever. Uh, well, I don't know if I have thumbs anymore. <laughs> is, it, is it you? It's, it's you. Me, it? Oh, no. <laughs> you hear his voice slowly cough and cackle once again as he drops it. Oh, shit. <laughs> turns back to nothingness. That was kind of fucked up. It was pretty... I know, right? It's crazy. <laughs> Why do you think we were looking the other way? It's crazy what I could do. Goddamn. Now that you've kind of spent some time with the body of this man uh you do notice in one of his hands he seems to have a just some sort of strange like doll kind of tucked into the fist of his hand don't touch that uh no i was i was gonna touch it but if you say so uh apparently uh, the lady inside she and Chris, him had Christian an ar- already Christian already grabbed it, you walk <laughs> up and it up. He, he already <laughs> grabbed it all right. You know, by the time, by the time Cypress said, "Don't grab that," he was it was already in his hand, and he, now he's studying it. So apparently, the lady in the house she can do magic, and they weren't grateful, and she got all those wolves to eat them and kill them. So, do you guys? We could burn the house down. That would be my plan. Or we could leave. Or you could marry her. Whatever you're Christian, in. Why would we want more Just... wolves? Where? Why would we marry her? No, 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 no. Cypress would marry her because he's like this guy without a destiny or like a life guy just doing jobs. <laughs> so kind of just work it all the time. It would be nice to see. You know, down. that's what we do. Are you trying to set Cypress up with some random magic lady that we don't know her background? A witch, presumably? Yeah. Yes. This is <laughs> okay. So I'll go knock on the door. I gotta go. Uh, I gotta well, as <laughs> Tristian, you picked like, up the doll. Uh, you begin to hear how coming from within the house of the toy. My baby needs its toy. As it begins to grow angrily from within the household. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in my little you know knapsack. Your drug bin. Yeah, my little drug <laughs> bin of of all my mushrooms, my endless yeah. pile of mushrooms, and just be like. We gotta go inside. Cyprus, we gotta go inside. We gotta go inside right now. <laughs> okay, I guess. I've, I've, I've pulled a flask out, and I've been pulling off of the flask the whole time they've been talking. <laughs> Who gave him a flask? It's mine! I stole it, it doesn't matter. square. It doesn't matter how many we take off of him, he just finds more. Yeah, a lot of dead people die with a flask. He pulled a flask of brandy out of the middle of the desert. There is a dead camel. You know, they can hold it in their humps for up to 30 days. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Mr. T, go ahead and uh, open up that door. Or knock. Probably knock. No, I'm opening it. I'm, okay. <laughs> he's, he's just <laughs> going right in. Popping it yeah, open. You first, bud. Yeah, Alistair's going to be right behind. Yeah, um, I'm going to speed up. I'm going to fucking get there. God damn it. 
I'm like rooting around <laughs> in my tobacco, my little snuff purse, trying to pack my pipe, but I'm walking in behind him. I'm going to need a couple drags off that. <laughs> I got you, bud. All right. So as you two kind of do your own sort of prep in the back, uh, Tristian and Alistar, you two make your way to the front door of this smallish house. And as you open up the front door, you instantly see a mess of a scene. Uh, there's a nice little like table set up and there was kind of some dinner still on plates and you see candles still lit around the room. But you see a large pile of blood kind of leading back and around the corner of a hallway that leads off to your left and then down a hallway. Tristian's gonna, gonna grab a handful of food okay. and just start, just start eating it and being like, <laughs> so where do you guys want to go? Tristian, you're still kind of in a daze as all this, the food seems to be catching your mind more than anything. But Alistar, you notice a cold breeze kind of just hit your face softly and you see some of the candles begin to flicker a bit more than they were and you feel a presence somewhere around you but it's pretty hard to tell exactly where at this point as you feel like you two are definitely not alone in here at this time you wouldn't happen to know much about uh haunted houses would you haunted what you don't you don't know much about anything do you? wow <laughs> what's the what's the house yes exactly i've lived in forests as long as i can remember it's the food is like clearly not good anymore right like he's no, eating actually... rotten it's still, oh, that's yeah, I'm sorry. It's still nice. Yeah, there's candles lit throughout the house. You just see that kind of trail of blood leading from the dinner table down the hallway and off to the right, which seems to lead down another hallway almost. Righto, you uh, you hold the fort down, and uh, Alistair heads off towards the blood trail. Did we all hear the give her the doll, give the child the doll? Yeah, I mean, you all, you're all kind of taking notice now at this point. It's whether or not you're sober enough to your for your mind to react. I mean, but you hear it. Mr. T, could you place the doll on the table yeah are you like yeah. standing at the doorway where are you at cypress yeah yeah i caught up oh okay yeah all right do you guys remember uh, that one song with the slide whistle in it you know <laughs> i can't it's like bah, 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 da, 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 like that i don't <laughs> it's a slide whistle <laughs> yeah like that so <laughs> uh tristine is gonna be staring at the doll and just be like go home mort you're drunk ah yeah <laughs> And then I'm, he's going to set it on the table. All right. As you set it on the table, uh, a flush of wind bursts through the house as it just blows open the shutters to the windows and puts out the candles as this bright light and fireplace that was once lit goes dark. Maybe that's a bad idea. <laughs> uh, Cypress, you get this chill just down your spine as you begin just feeling frightened and terrified. Uh, and you begin kind of backing up and leaving the house. We gotta go. We gotta go. You're not feeling safe in here anymore, and uh, it's definitely not right. The rest of you, though, seem to kind of hold on. As it's whether you're drunk or whether you're high, who knows what it is, but it seems to be holding out good for you guys. Can I can I try to persuade Cypress into being like, no, it's okay, with my giant hand on his shoulder? <laughs> giant hand. It's. I feel like you think you're giant. <laughs> They're not. I am giant. I am. I am gross. giant compared to Cypress. I'm fucking <laughs> ten and a half feet tall. If somebody, it's, I mean, if I, somebody it, put a hand on your shoulder and their fingers were the size of pears, would you be comforted? <laughs> yes, I, would, I wouldn't Colin, be because that I would is be what very you upset. Like. That is what you are, Colin. God, I'm not even that big compared to you. Can I try to persuade Cypress? <laughs> I sure can try. Uh, Cypress, go ahead and roll a wisdom saving throw and. Tristian, roll a persuasion, please. Uh, the 19. And I got an 8. 
you know, between the two of you, he's he's holding strong. He's still pretty scared, and it's going to be hard for him to try and attack or do anything if need be, or even focus and talk to anyone, but he's not in a full-out sprint away from the building at this point. So you kind of helped. Okay. Hoped a bit more than nothing. I'm going to put my, my, my back against the door frame and just kind of slide down. <laughs> All right. And just... As you do that... I'm just, tell, uh, I'm just like, telling you, like, shh, shh, shh. <laughs> Who would rather go first? You can, bud. It's up to you. Okay. Let me roll another wisdom saving throw, is my guess. Yeah, yes, sir. I'm gonna puff right. my pipe while he takes his turn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thirteen. Thirteen. Yep. It is as finally you snap out of your kind of fearful state. You find yourself like gathering, gathering up the courage to kind of stand and fight, as you no longer seem to be terrified of this person, whatever it may be. Um, yeah, that's gonna be your turn, yeah. basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'll oh. stand up. Can I stand up now that I'm not terrified? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You can kind of get your composure a bit more. So I'm I'm already up, right? Because I, I was able to succeed that that check. Yeah, you're good. We can't see the lady. She's coming from a different room, right? Yeah, you're not. You don't have any eyes on her yet. Yeah, I'm gonna, sure. I'm gonna like figure out where the fuck that's happening from. Okay, want to go kind of investigate or something? Yeah, I'm gonna or... I'm gonna like kind of look around. I mean, it's not hard to follow a blood trail, but it is hard to pick out what happened along the line. You see the blood kind of lead down and into an off little room of a kitchen. You see. A stove pan still with some sizzling meat on top of it, and it's burning now at this point as a bit of black smoke rolls off of it. Then you see the blood trail kind of lean throughout the kitchen and head back into an adjacent little doorway that meets back up with the hallway. And in the hallway, you see it lead down to a doorway on the right. In front of that doorway, you also see a doorway directly in front of that one at the end of the hallway. And that one, no blood and no blood leading to that one. But you kind of get an eye line of where this blood trail leads to. I'm going to go to the door that doesn't have any blood leading to it. So as you make your way down to the door, you begin to reach for the other one. And as you stick your hand out, a cold air just blasts through you as it seems to hit you into your bones. And you take three points of damage as some sort of frost begins to like crest over just the hairs of your skin. And it seems to be like pushing you backwards almost away from this door. So up next, we're going to go ahead and go and pop over to Tristian. As you've just set that doll and you kind of seen Mort walk off at this point. I'm going to use my action to cast the cantrip shillelagh on my quarterstaff. Okay. What the fuck is that? God damn it, Tyler. Usually I have like D&D characters no, it's a, already with spells. It's a, it's a druid cantrip to where uh, my quarterstaff, which is also my druidic focus, now can be used as a melee weapon with my spell attack de- or my Ooh. spell attack bonus and uh has a 1d8 damage. My bonus action casts hidden step, which is a furbolg ability, and I'm invisible until the uh end of my next turn. Yeah, you prep up all this shit as you slowly just kind of finally finish off by flashing to invisible Alistar, you see him kind of disappear into a murky light in front of you as you find yourself in the kitchen or the dining room area and it is now your turn alistar what would you like to do uh alistar is going to take his uh his great axe and 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 move it to the ready uh and uh, although i i didn't talk about this beforehand can we count this as silver just for rules sake because i think (laughs) i know what's about to happen (laughs) okay sounds good Thank you. Um, Alistair is going to take a few steps toward the open, uh, the open doorway, uh, and 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 look down. 
as he so you... stepped his boots into a small puddle of blood. Okay. Uh, and just at the entrance of the doorway, I'm going to take a bonus action, and Alistair is going to, uh, as as he begins to uh, cry profusely, and, 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 and a little bit of snot starts to come out of his nose, I, I would like to rage. Okay. Yeah. Is that how you rage, as you cry? <laughs> yes. It's, yes, Alistair rages by throwing temper tantrums. Like I said, I've been sitting on this character concept for a while. <laughs> so you begin to just... The sadness hits you, and some rage at the same time as a tear drops and the snot bubbles begin to grow and your muscles begin to tense up as veins begin to pop and you feel yourself drop into a rage. At what doorway were you? Were you standing at the hallway entrance or, like, at the doorway down by Mort? Uh, Alistair, when he enters his rage, is, is, is about at the entrance to the hallway. By the time he has reached the, the, the fork in the road, as it were, he is going to go where the blood is. Okay. As, as that's where he hopes to create more. Yeah. You can see the blood trail leading down to that door to the right as Mort stands at the other end there. He's going to stain his boots. He's going to stain both boots. Okay. I'm going to hold for this turn, but uh, Al Alistair is going to brace to kick down the door, or, or the other door, like where the blood leads. Okay. Yeah, so you're at the ready as Mort's kind of just off to your left now as you're facing this door and the blood kind of seeping underneath it as you... Find yourself just outside of it. Uh, you begin to hear a howl coming from the room as it says, uh, I said return! Return it to my child! As a ghostly figure begins to fly through the doorway. Uh, straight at you, Alistar. As you're kind of staring at this door, this ghostly figure flies through face first as these claws are just out towards you. And this ghostly woman now takes a swing at you. Okay, so you take... 12 points of damage as this cold hand just almost runs through your shoulder and through your body and you can feel your shoulder being cut and some of the tendons almost inside of your arms as the ghostly arm pulls itself back out of you and it now kind of floats back as it's just face to face with you at this point and it says return the doll to my child and it now goes on to Cypress's turn. Did I hear the ghost say that? You're hearing that now, oh, okay. yeah. It's kind of like shouting it into the area. Well, good thing the doll's on the table, because I'll take that now. Okay. And then I'll go down the hallway where everybody else has been. It's packed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, There's a lot of giant creatures. <laughs> for some reason, I want to make the assumption that I want to go to the door without the blood, and that's where the child is. Okay. So I'm just going to open that door. Okay, roll a con save for Nine. Well, you reach for the door, yeah. and as you reach out, this cold blast hits your hand as well as you stand next to Mort now, and it just shivers through your bones, and you can feel your veins almost crusting over with a thin sheet of ice as you take five points of damage and just seem to be having an issue breaching into that doorway there. I've got the doll! <laughs> uh, the ghost just yells back, return it! Where? Where? <laughs> Mort. You find yourself at the doorway now, just shoulder to shoulder with Cypress. And Cypress just... you guys are trying to get through this. Cypress just, like, held up a doll and went, I have the doll! Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna... I'm gonna put my finger on the doll and cast Remove Curse. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, as you touch the doll, a bit of power flashes through you to it, and as you do that, a bright white light kind of beams from the doll itself for a moment, 
and you see the ghostly figure just turn towards you, Mort, as she just says, Thank you. And she turns into a wisp of air and floats through the window seals of the house. And you feel the chill air begin to leave the room and the lights stop flickering as much. Yeah. I'll open that door that I was trying to open just to see what's in there. <laughs> All right. Uh, at the same time, Alistair still, like, chops through the other door with his axe because he's still, like, still kind of raging. For- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's raging okay. for the next, like, 18 seconds. <laughs> uh, all right. So we'll hop Alistair first. Uh, as you bash through this door quickly now that that ghostly figure isn't in front of you, uh, you find yourself in some sort of a lab of some sorts. You see tables set up across the back row with different little potions and ingredients kind of laid about the tabletop and a small little desk to the side as well with some papers kind of scattered about it. Um, Cypress, as you open up that back door, you find yourself in a bedroom of some sorts. It's got a decent little bed in the back corner, a dresser, and then you do see a small little baby, uh, what the fuck do baby use? Cribs. Cribs, yeah. That thing, yeah. That thing, yeah. (laughs) I'm not a kid guy. (laughs) (laughs) I will just, just out of, because it feels good. I'll I'll put the doll in the crib. All right. Well, as you approach the crib, I don't want to. See. <laughs> you don't want to see it. I don't want to see a dead baby. I'll just <laughs> drop it in there. You drop it in. Okay. <laughs> as you drop it in, you begin to hear the slight cry of a child. Oh, oh it's oh, alive. Fuck. Or so you think. Don't worry. I speak with dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'll peek open oh. one eye. Uh, as you peek open, you see a small little baby laying there uh and it seems to be kind of withering around with a little letter on top of its chest uh Trist- tristian is gonna is gonna grab the baby and give you the note and just like take the baby and just coddle it a little bit tristian, like you know just put it down don't eat it don't eat it i'm not gonna eat it it's a child i that's why i'm saying don't eat it Basically, he's gonna be like this with this child, like a dude that's like tripping on acid when he sees like a furry wall, like you know, squeeze he's gonna have this, this baby. Oh, he's, he's no, 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 no. He's not gonna squeeze it too smell. hard. He's gonna, he's just gonna be chilling with it, and then he's just gonna take the note and hand it to Cyprus and be like, "You might want this," and he's just gonna have this baby. I'm gonna roll rummage around the kitchen. I'll right. take the note. He'll rummage. Wind. Okay, and then Alistar. Uh, 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 coming coming out of his rage, Alistair is most concerned with getting his boots clean. <laughs> okay. Uh, as you snap out of a rage, you see yourself, uh, well, the bottom of your boots, the t- tips of your boots and everything from splashing around just kind of dripped in blood, wet blood. I don't know what gets blood off of leather, but Alistair's gonna... Club Alistair also doesn't know anything about laundry because he's the son of a noble. So. <laughs> yeah, you have people for that. <laughs> he's just like, I, I think it was... Orange lemon juice. <laughs> Just looking in that room for oranges. Uh, for for, for a little bit. <laughs> Some sort of citrus fruit. He's, one he's way or another. He's gonna start rummaging around, not really knowing what he's looking. What he's for, looking for in particular. Okay, go ahead and yeah. roll a investigation check for me. That's a fourteen. <laughs> so as you kind of dig around for a bit, you're not really finding. You find a bunch of ingredients. Not that you'd know necessarily what to do with them, but you do find a few bottled potions. Uh, you find a strange green potion. And then you find something familiar to you, a minor health potion. It's Alistair is going uh, to be mildly disappointed that it is not boot cleaner. <laughs> uh, and uh, he's, he's going to say, oh, there's some potions. Oh, there's some potions in here. 
So you guys hear that shouting out from the other end of the room. Uh, up next, uh, we'll hop back to Mort. Mort, you were searching the kitchen? Yeah, I was I rummaging around for booze. As you kind of dig around, you find a few vials. As you sniff them, you find some vinegar, some vanilla, shit like that. And uh, you finally do find a strange brown bottle, and it seems to be tucked underneath some sort of tub. It's like a cleaning area for their dishes. But you find a brown bottle that you're not necessarily familiar with, and it smells potent. It smells potent? Yeah. Like burns my nostrils? Like a little bit. It's hard to tell whether or not that's a moonshine burn or a chemical burn. Well, I'm going to but... pour... I'm gonna, I've emptied my flask, so I'm going to fill my flask with this stuff, and then I'm going to cap it back up and like shake it around and be like, Hey guys, I found this under the sink! okay (laughs) yeah easily enough you can pour it you can hear it shifting around in there and almost go full as bubbles seem to form into the empty space not a bad not a bad sign tell you that i think it is yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) that that pruno you get that pruno though and it does fizz up we'll hop back to cyprus real quick uh cyprus you were just handed a note by tristian as he walks away with this child (laughs) yeah i'm very very scared with uh High ass man has a baby, a whole baby by himself. I know. I will open the letter first because that's my priority. Popping it open, yeah. Okay, so you find a note within it and it says, Hello to whoever may be reading this. My name is Maria. If you have found this note, then I pray to the lords that my baby is still alive. If not, we'll haunt the shit out of whoever's coming for us next. Please return this child to my sister. She lives within Amandus, just outside of the city of Franlian. Her name is Yatasha, and you can find her in a small cottage just west of the mountains. I'll look at uh, Mr. T. Mr. T, we have to give this baby to their aunt. Uh, Wherever he needs to go is where he needs to go. So I don't like that he's going to be. No, 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 no. Uh, Tristian, Tristian's lawful good. He is uh he is a upstanding man. You're just kind of he, he's he's just holding What's... the baby because he's yeah. like this baby needs to be nurtured, you know. Yeah. I is fucking lost in that new baby. Ooh. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. he's he is drunk off smell. of a... my god. <laughs> Same. When when you have a little baby in your arms, oh my god. You're like, oh, do you just, just like fart oh. fucking daffodils? What's going on over here? <laughs> it's like what the fuck? And he's just he's just vibing in that energy of just this new baby. All and right. he's like, wherever he needs to go is where he needs to go. <laughs> you guys overhear him kind of, the two of them talking within the room as you kind of hear what, what seems to be going down now at this point. Uh, what do you guys want to do while you all are kind of... Alistar, you were within this little laboratory. Uh, Mort, you've kind of found some drink within the kitchen. And uh, yeah, you guys are all kind of separated, but you all kind of heard Cypress talk out about well, we need to get this baby back of some sort. Well, I heard baby back. So I'm heading towards that <laughs> conversation. And I'm when I get there, I'm going to offer Alistair some of the drink and be like, I have whiskey? Question mark. There you go. Uh, Alistair is going to kind of like turn Mort around and guide him over to the other room and be like, it's, I, 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 if, if I heard what I just think I heard, we need less whiskey and uh, we need either a woman or a goat. Wait, what? Go on. Wait, not for what you think. Wait, you need a goat. <laughs> need a woman. I like that a woman or a goat. <laughs> so, so I'm I'm gonna hand Sense the baby. I'm gonna hand the baby to Cyprus, or Tristian is gonna hand the baby to Cyprus, <laughs> and then I'm gonna wild shape it into a goat. 
Okay. Because I'm, I'm a druid. I'm gonna, I can do that. Like, I'm going to climb onto okay, his back. So can you do that so, to a nanny? So I'm going to hand hand this baby to Cypress and then turn immediately into a goat and just okay. stand there. Yeah, no. I'll, Does so anyone he... know how to milk a goat? I don't think that's important. Let's get going. I'm going to climb up on the Did you goat. turn into a female goat or a male goat? Is That's very important. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> that is an incredibly important <laughs> distinction right now. Uh, it is a female goat. Thank okay. Christ, because Alistair couldn't tell the difference. Oh. <laughs> gotta count the udders. Gotta count them. You handed the baby and turned it to goat. You guys see Tristian uh, hand the baby to Cypress, and then quickly, as soon as the baby leaves his hands, he his bones and skin begins to crack and turn and flash. <sighs> He's all of a sudden now a goat standing in front of you guys. That's super gross. I don't feel comfortable with giving the baby his goat or his goat milk, so let's... Let's just continue. I think uh, I I think more. <laughs> got the right amount of time out. Yeah, Mort Mort's gonna like dry heave once in the room and then turn around and leave. <laughs> He's gonna just follow okay. follow Cypress out. <laughs> right, I guess it's time to go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lightly tap the goat on the hindquarters as I leave with like the side of my boot. And be like, you don't know anything about cleaning leather, do you? Oh, <laughs> soaked in human viscera. <laughs> Tristan, are you following behind as a goat still? Yeah, I'm just chilling. Okay. I'm just I'm just vibing as a goat. So I'm just following. I, all bad. I'm like I'm trying to speak to him. Ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> and like had my head not the my head the, 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 the funny thing is uh as a as as a furbolg, uh I can speak to any animal or any creature, but you can't speak back to me, so I can be like, I know what the fuck you're trying to do here. And you can't, you can't try to speak back to me. <laughs> you know, so I'm insulting you, pretty much. Yeah, and you, you can hear me like in your brain being like, I, I know what you're doing just here. Like, just give it up. <laughs> All right. So as you guys continue on and head back out of this building, uh, you cross over the bloody mess that was in front of the doorway of uh, the man Bobby lying on the ground. <laughs> Fucking and you Bobby. Make your way... <laughs> You make your way back to the cart, uh, and surprisingly enough, your horses and cart are still there. It's moved on into the afternoon now, as the humidity of the swamp seems to be hitting you guys a bit harder now. The sweat begins to drop, and as much shade as all these dense trees lend, it's still just that warm, moldy feeling over your skin. Oh, wet. We're from Michigan. So- we know what that feeling sounds is. Sounds like sticky. Florida it's, to me. It is yeah. sticky. Sticky. It's like sticky as hell. Yeah. It's, when you move your arms <laughs> and they make a sound. Yeah. You guys find yourself at the cart. What are you guys doing? I'm going to get in the uh, back this time. As we approach the cart, I'm going to look at Cypress and go, I told you. It's, he says the voices watch the cart. We haven't lost the cart yet. <laughs> uh, Alistair is going to climb into the front and haul Mort up with Yeah, him. I'm scrambling up okay. my chubby little tater top body up into that fucking driver's seat. <laughs> Uh, okay. Tr- Tristian is going to use his other, uh, because I can change into wild shape one more time before I have to take a long rest. I'm going to change into a warhorse. Okay. And put myself at the front of the pack. All right. So you're going to have <laughs> nice. us, like, strap you in to the harness? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck one of those oh. horses. It doesn't matter. I'm a warhorse. Okay. <laughs> Are oh, you... we're just gonna let one of the other horses run wild? No. Yeah. Fuck. No. Them. no. You. We could. We have. We have like a bunch of reins. If if Tyler's gonna be a warhorse, 
we don't need a driver because he'll steer. We can just use the reins to like bridle him into the other. Yeah, horses. it's basically like a like a stretch limousine. You guys can get fucked up in the back, <laughs> and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be driving. Baby to take take care of. I cannot. You have a baby. baby. <laughs> yeah. You you guys don't understand how much fucking bondage gear goes into keeping a horse on a cart. Yeah, I got not <laughs> skills. Bit, but... I can quite a bit. I, you know what? This isn't three point five, <laughs> but I did fucking spec and use rope. Bud, so we'll figure this shit out now. <laughs> All right, time All right. up. I'll, I'll so, investigate the ropes while I'm holding the baby. <laughs> yeah, okay, so uh, more roll a. I generally use survival checks just for tying knots because I don't know. Survival comes with tying knots. Uh, so go ahead and roll a survival for me to see how well your knots are. But Cypress is going to be watching over you as you tie those knots. So Cypress, roll a perception check as well. Can I attempt to help him because I can speak to him? telepathically sure, so basically i'll give more advantage then if you're going to be talking right. to him okay throughout i'm, I'm going to be like telling him what to do well because i have a, I rolled, I'm, I'm proficient i nature. rolled an 18 and an 8 so i'll take the 18 and how you doing over there cypress how are his knots looking 11 they 11? look good to me yeah. okay <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> whatever he's doing cypress i mean i'm yeah i'm watching the baby you don't know knots too well and yeah you're a little bit distracted but you're like looks good uh and more you seem to be getting it settled in from kind of nudges and nays from uh, Tristan as well, or not nudges and nays. You can speak straight to, to him. Uh, too tight, I, I can't uh, hear him. I can't hear him back. I can only talk to him. Too tight, and I oh, just tighten okay. harder. And it, then it would go. Yeah, that's too tight. I'll loosen it up. <laughs> but you get it secured, and uh, it feels it's pretty damn snug. And uh, after a bit of time, it seems to kind of roll past now as you're getting into one or two in the afternoon at this point and uh it took a bit of time but yeah you guys get the cart nice and secured onto your new warhorse friend awesome i'm gonna find the bottle of whiskey before we embark and uh i'm that's mine because uh alistair drank all the rest of the other one well i heard you talking back in the cabin that you you found a flask why don't you drink off of that and refill it with you oh uh, no i you... found this bottle i gave that to alistair actually so he can drink from that i got my flask but I like this bottle. I'll drink from the flask when oh, I'm done okay. with the bottle. Alistar didn't necessarily get through the whole bottle. He was just kind of, you were drinking on it and shit like that. I mean. Well, well yeah, I mean, he, he, he took he took a couple of nips. Well, yeah. Maybe you didn't, you weren't back in, in the back killing a bottle, though, right? <laughs> Not pounded it. No, no. <laughs> yeah. No, Alistair, Alistair g- g- goes, goes a couple of days, you know, light on the boost before he goes on another bender. Yeah, so you've got a bottle and we'll say three quarters of another bottle still left well, to work I'll through. Drink the so, quarters. but I'll I will strategically place the bottle of mystery liquid where the other whiskey bottle was. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and are you guys all just sitting in the back now at this point? Yeah. All right, and heading on off. Is horse a language? <laughs> Not quite sure. Um, says I can comprehend languages. So <laughs> if he's neighing at me, I could do that, but I don't think it is. I mean, that's, possibly, that's up to the DM's discretion. I mean, yeah, I guess, but you can only speak horse then with the spell. No, I can comprehend. So when he speaks back oh, to me, I can them? I can understand what it is. Then yeah, probably. I sure. Yeah, <laughs> you can understand horse. <laughs> I'll cast that. All right. As you cast it, you begin to hear two other voices, or one other, two other voices erupt into the air as they're just like, "This motherfucker doesn't stop." <laughs> He just keeps going. Like, can he just slow down for a goddamn minute? <laughs> I forgot there's two other horses. 
Yeah, so you're kind of hearing that chatter uh, oh, yeah. over yeah. the lines. <laughs> <laughs> As you continue on now, you guys begin to pass through the center of the Marshes of Madness, past Camp Longlimb. Cypress and everybody else in this party as well, this is your first time seeing this large camp. It's got a massive 40-foot-tall wooden wall with pikes at the end of every every single pillar leading around in one massive large gate made of bones and crossbones kind of scattered about. I assume you're continuing on to your destination, right? Right, which is yeah. west of the mountains. So uh, it's now rolling in to about 4 to 5 o'clock at night as you guys have been just killing hours rolling along this road. You're going to kill these horses, Tyler. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and ha- wait, I want to ask, how how long is your wild shape last for? My wild shape lasts for... That's a good point. It's either 12 or 24, isn't it? It's a while. Because then he's got a noose around his neck as soon as he turns oh, yeah, back into human. Oh, yeah, they just get trampled then... to death. Just fucking... <laughs> 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 Bonded up and just tumbles underneath the oh, hooks of God. these horses, these pissed off horses. <laughs> uh, four hours. Okay. So we're right at the mark. So. Right there. We've made it. You're okay. We're not moving. <laughs> so it was as you guys slowed down looking at this camp camp line, essentially, and it's about, what, what did I say, 34 in the afternoon at this point? Yeah, so if it's four, then it's been four yeah. hours. So as you guys are kind of or strolling wait, no, along now. We left, we had got two hours, because we left at one or two. Now yeah. it's been two more hours, so we've okay. got two more hours to go. So you've got two hours to go as you guys are rolling past this large camp. And that's why I just had you roll your survival check for to see how you continue on. And as you're making your way, you know that your time's coming up. Is there anything you'd like to prepare to do? He's got two more hours. Yeah. These are the two hours that are currently passing as you guys continue on down the trail. Like, as- I, I, I would say Tristian would have something more prepared. But at the same time, Tristian is also, also rolling dick off of mushrooms Jesus. right now. <laughs> so he's just like vibing he's like you know i'm just gonna run out being a horse for as long as this can go i'm i'm free okay. i'm really trying to like an... at this point i feel like mort is he's he's sober enough to understand that if he gets any more sober the hangover might kill him so he's yeah. he's trying to avoid that while he's awake um so to continue like unicorn continue the mental state <laughs> Uh, to get, like to keep where he's at going, he's gonna try and commune with his god. He's gonna try and pray and become a, a part of the godhead to to, to separate his, himself his step- from his suffering body. To his step god, his step god. Yes. What are you doing, step god? <laughs> oh no, step god, are you stuck in the I, portal? I, hey, so uh... I I don't I don't know how jokey you want your setting to be. So we can cut this whole piece out if you want. But my thought for my god, for my my deity, my patron, was it's my yeah. step god, uh, Kim Reaper, yeah. the Grim Reaper. Kim Reaper, the Grim Reaper. Yeah. And that my dad <laughs> is her consort. And so she constantly rubs it in my face that she's fucking my dad. But so I call her step god, <laughs> and that really pisses her off. But we have a really fun kind of like Kramer Seinfeld relationship. relationship with some sexual tension. Oh, boy. Okay. You would like to speak to this guy. That's the thought. That's the concept. If that's how you like talk to proceed, talk to her. Do that. Talk to her. Talk to her. We'll see what happens. All right, Kyle, get sexy, buddy. Yeah, I'm rereading your thing really quick to get into character. Okay. What would you like to say? Please, please, step God, don't let me fucking die of a stroke or some sort of cardiac arrest. 
when this hangover eventually hits me. I swear, I'll do all the funerals you want. I just, I can't do this shit. You just gotta, I don't care how you gotta do it. You just gotta make sure it doesn't get in my brain the way I feel like it's gonna. It's gonna really fucking liquefy my insides. So, let's, whatever you want, I'll do it. Roll a religion check for me really quick. The natural (laughs) As you say that, uh, where was your flask? I was in my, like, my little robe pocket. In brass pocket. Uh, You feel it begin to shake as you feel a bit of heat coming off of it, and then it seems to simmer back down. That's about all that you get off of that one. I'm going to go to bed until we get where we need to go. (laughs) (laughs) this seems like bad vibes not sure what happened but it seemed to have shaken heated up quite a bit within your pocket and then simmered back down and now this doesn't feel good this feels like when i said i wouldn't take the trash out because she wasn't my real mom this feels bad (laughs) this one feels bad all right so as you guys continue on tristine you were head ho as you were running along there uh as you guys continue on for another hour or two you begin to lose track of time as it rolls into the afternoon now, kind of mid-early evening. Tristan, go ahead and roll a acrobatics check for me, please. Acrobatics. All right. Are we going to get two crit fails in a row? No, so. we are not. Oh, no, we are not. You. That's a 19. Okay. Uh, as you go, your limbs begin to snap and crack as you guys just hear this bloody, nasty sound just popping in front of you. <sighs> As the large horse just begins to form fingers and fingers on its hooves and toes on the rear hooves as it begins to snap into arms and legs and he tumbles into the dirt as the horses slowly come to a stop as they've learned to somewhat respect this leading horse. Uh, <laughs> and this large 10-foot man tumbles about covered in ropes now in front of you guys. Uh, yeah, so Tristan, you tumble to the ground as you were just covered in dirt the instant you were dragged for a moment or two are the horses still going as he's like they've come to a stop is uh, it just uh, i mean they saw this fucked up shit happening as well and they kind of <laughs> they were following it for a while and now they pulled back as well these the horses saw their first david cronenberg film that's <laughs> yeah. it's just like oh my god he was a guy the whole time <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are a bit past camp long limb at this point and you're kind of cresting the western point of that large lake in between the mountains and the lake. Um, so you guys are making your way there, but you it's getting closer to the evening now at this point as you've been putting on some good good mileage. Tristian, now coming out of his horse form, Ugh. is realizing that he is now again becoming a 10-foot-tall man tripping on fucking mushrooms and being like, what do I do with my entire body right now? <laughs> and a bit exhausted. You've just been sprinting for the last few hours. So. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Tristian's gonna look back at the boys still with the bit in his mouth <laughs> and being like, huh? Like, what do I, what do I do? Spit it out! Spit it out! Uh, Alistair is gonna reach out a hand to be like, hey man, do you want, do you want to get in? Christian's gonna lift one giant hand up and, like, pull himself up into the cart and, like, lay down on his side in the cart and just start chomping down on mushrooms again. Uh, 
Mort. Just, just okay. going, going Mort at it. Throws... Can I stop that? Can I kick the mushrooms out of his hand? <laughs> uh, he, he can just make more. More mushrooms. <laughs> as you begin kind of kicking them, you see him, like, as they fumble to the ground, you see him begin to, like, form up another batch of them. It never ends with you. We've Druidcraft. Druidcraft. Yeah. It's a can trip. More <laughs> mushrooms, 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 all of them. There have been several interventions. <laughs> so, what are you guys doing now? Is anybody taking the reins? You guys, wh what's the plan here? It's it's I'll, getting close to evening. The I'll, sun's kind of dipping below as the shadows grow long throughout the forest at this point. Uh, Alistair has never driven a coach before. Right, and I look at Mort, and I'm like, you, you're the one with the license. Uh, so I, I turn back from throwing up off the side of the cart to look at you, to like, wipe it off my mouth. I'm like, yeah, I got a license. What of it? <laughs> Tristian's, Tristian's gonna, like, point a finger in the air and be like, I know how to handle horses. I got it. Don't worry think, about it. I'm oh, going back. No, I was gonna no, get in the driver's no. seat. I'm just like, no. I can't let this guy drive the car. bodily lift Mort out of the driver's seat. <laughs> you're gonna pull you're, Mort You're out lifting of it? me up into the oh, air? Oh god, yeah, no. Alistair is It's Count this as an opposed strength check if I'm not gonna oppose it. I just, just wanna I'm, whip I'm the reins while you lift me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alistair, please roll a strength check for me. <laughs> and, uh, Mort, please roll an animal handling for oh, me. Oh, I'm so bad at those, though. I'm almost Colin tempted to give you disadvantage since you're being ripped Stanley. out of the driver's seat as well. I think you should give him disadvantage. You I think I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't want it to happen, but I do too. I mean, I have a baby, Kyle. Remember that. <laughs> yeah, he has a baby. Oh, man. Yeah. So I did, for one of the rolls, I rolled a nat 20, but the other one's an 11. So. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, okay, so yeah, that's 13. Okay. With my strength bonus, I got a 22. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, Mort. As you crack the whip on these horses, they begin to pull. And all of a sudden, as you're pulling onto these reins, you are lifted into the air out of this seat. <laughs> as the horses jolt, I want everybody to make a deck save, except for Tristian, since you're laying down. Oh, fuck me, man. Fuck all kinds. Oh, no. <laughs> Whose fault is this, I'm Justin? I'm out the good dice. <laughs> uh... Let's not point fingers. <laughs> I got a I got four. A six. You got a four? A six? Okay. I pulled out my quartz dice. I have a baby in my hands. I pulled out my You gun. got a baby in your hands. <laughs> this man has a child. Fifteen. Alistar and Mort. Alistar, as you yank him out of your hands, you both tumble backwards, and this chubby tiefling, <laughs> the weight just seems to, like, it. as you picked him up easily enough, but with the movement of the cart, it seems to toss you backwards out the back of it as you two just tumble into the dirt behind the horses as they begin to take off uh, Cypress. As you try and kind of in the commotion stand up and stable yourself, you also tumble out. You managed to cradle the baby enough to where, I mean, you shook it, but it, you didn't bash its head against anything, so that's a plus uh, as you kind of tumble out. <laughs> Tristian, you find yeah. yourself quietly riding along now. Nobody seems to be talking, nobody seems to be arguing as two horses are just taking you down a trail. All right, so that's where we're going to go and wrap this session. We're going to make this a two-part series. Thank you to Tyler, Colin, and Justin from the Worst in the Industry podcast. Uh, this is going to be a two-part series, so look forward to the second part. 
will they arrive to the city in time? Will they get too drunk and forget what happened? Who knows? Find out next time on One Shot Dungeons. Thank you for listening. Everybody out there have a kick-ass day. All right. That was a blast.